This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. An unlikely friendship begins in the Paramount Plus original movie, Little Wing, starring Brooklyn Prince with Kelly Riley and Brian Cox. Reeling from her parents' divorce, Caitlin steals a valuable bird to save her home, but instead forms a bond with the owner, leading to a new outlook on life. Little Wing, now streaming exclusively on Paramount Plus. Head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Rated PG 13. This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG 13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Vernomatic Productions. Are you ready? Live from the Metal Mayhem Studios in Rochester, New York. We are gold. We are gold. And heard around the world by metalheads just like you. This is Metal Mayhem ROC. Heavy metal music. Your weekly dose of metal music. Interviews, album reviews, news, and more. Want to be part of the show? Send us a message through our website, MetalMayhemROC.com. Or hit us up on Facebook and Twitter. Search Metal Mayhem ROC. It's getting nice and heavy. And now, welcome to tonight's host, John the Vernomatic Verno. Good evening, everybody. As always, Thursday night's brand new content drops. We're in the middle of the Iron Dog Days of August. Things are hotter than hell up here in Rochester, and no better way to celebrate it being hotter than hell than we have the masterminds behind Moneybag Soda, the venture that Gene Simmons of KISS got involved with with two Western New Yorkers. It's my honor and pleasure to have to Metal Mayhem ROC, Paul and John Janik from Moneybag Soda in uh, Niagara Falls. Hey, guys, welcome to the show. Thanks for having us. We're very excited. It's our honor. We're very honored to be on your show. (laughs) Well, good. Let's start right from the beginning. You guys are metalheads, right? Oh, absolutely. Okay. looks like we're about the same age here. Got to ask you your credentials. Started with Kiss. Where else do we go with the metal? Well, my brother uh, could start with that because he's the one who got me into Kiss. Well, we're going back to 70s. I mean, obviously, Judas Priest, Kiss... We got onto them, God, I, I, I'd i have to say probably 75, 76. John's five years younger me, so he was just a toddler at the time. Yeah, I, I was I was born in 76, so I, I was basically a, just a KISS maniac by the time I was three years old. So yeah. I, I remember Dynasty coming out, I, you know, getting the, the, the KISS dolls, and I, I just, you know, I, I took it to the next level probably since I was three years old. So it's been about... <laughs> 40, 43 years of like insanity. Kiss fandom. We're all there. It's the, it's the gateway to the metal community. Sure. Quickly. What other bands are you guys into? Oh God. Um, from seventies, you know, Zeppelin, Deep Purple, uh, Jimi Hendrix, like I said, Judas Priest, ACDC, all the standards, all the standards. Okay. Absolutely. And you know, like we're not like into the real, real heavy stuff. I don't really know too much about the real hardcore metal stuff. But, you know, we I, I grew up in the 80s, so, you know, Motley Crue and, um, you know, they were a little more hardcore. Rat. 
they're Motley Crue is a little more hardcore of the of the hair band, so they're always one of my favorites. Um, Guns and Roses, you know, all, all the way up until now. I, you know, I, I love Pearl Jam. You know, we got in the Soundgarden and Rage Against the Machine, and so. But uh, always, uh, I think for the both of us, really, like Kiss has been like the thing. You know, like a lifelong just fandom. You're certified metalheads. We can continue. Yeah. Tell us how two metalheads from Western New York basically have teamed up with Gene Simmons and released a soda line. Well, we we, we were heading up to, uh, it was Wizard World, which was in Cleveland. And uh, it was just like, it's just a normal convention, you know, that have different celebrities at. So John and I brought our families up there because we needed our, uh, our Love Gun era posters signed by Gene. We had a, the other members, but... We said, okay, let's take a trip three hours away. We're going to go up and meet Gene at Wizard World. So when we, when, I, when my son and I went up to the booth, I had asked Gene, because at the time, Kiss had put out uh, Kiss Cola, okay? Mm-hmm. So I, I mentioned it to him. I said, Gene, you know, I said, you know, the Kiss Cola, I said, I don't know how involved you were with that. I said, but I'm really disappointed because the guys that did it were customers of ours, and I'd known them for years. I said, I'm disappointed they didn't, you know, ask us to do it, knowing what big KISS fans we are. So right away after I said that, Gene's just like, uh, do you have a card? I'm like, yeah. <laughs> you know, so I, he goes, I got a couple ideas. He goes, I'm going to call you in a couple days. And, he, you know, so I wrote, wrote my cell phone number on the card, and uh, we went up to get our photos taken. And um, when we did that, I had said, Gene, you know, don't forget to, or actually my brother said, don't forget to call us. So Gene's like, I'm going to prove it to you. So he took the card out of his pocket and, and he took a photo with his cell phone. And we have all that all documented by a professional photographer. And um, so, you know, a few days go by, it was like Sunday afternoon and nobody ever answers the unknown, you know, caller ID numbers. So I'm like, I'm going to answer it anyway. So I, I went in the bathroom where it was quiet. You know, I don't want my dogs barking and stuff like that. So I answered it. And, they, you know, you hear, hello, Paul, this is Gene Simmons of Kiss. And I'm like, my heart, like, dropped. Yeah. I'm like, oh, my God. You know, like, <laughs> I can't believe this dude's calling me. So he just said, it. he goes, you know, he told us about how he had, you know, or told me about how he had licensed the money bag uh, logo. And um, he wanted to do something based around that. So we're like, okay, cool. So he goes, send me your information. He gave me his email. And I said, okay. I said, I'll get that right out to you. So as soon as I hung up with him, I called my brother. I'm like, oh my God, Simmons just called me. You know, like I was freaking out. You know what I mean? John was with his family. And uh, so right seconds into me telling John, hey, Gene just called me. The phone, my phone is ringing again on the other line. And it's the unknown number. I said, oh my God, I think he's calling me back. So I answer, I'm like, hello. And he's like, Paul, did you send the info yet? And I said, Gina, he said, no, no, no. He goes, I'm sitting in front of my computer. (laughs) So I told him, I said, I got to hang up. And I emailed him and uh, we started going back and forth. So he, he's obviously sent us a nice image of the, uh, the money bag logo. And I just, we asked him like, what, what do you want to do with this? And he said, I want something to look regal. You know, and so he threw a few ideas around and, you know, my John's the best artist in the family. My mom was an art teacher, all artists. Mm -hmm. So we just started right away, just like designing the money bag logo, like that's on the bottle, this one with the crest. Yeah. 
Yeah. You know, made it look regal and stuff. And, and, and to tell you the truth, like, Gene was just so easy to like you. He has no assistance, like or anything. You directly email him, and regardless, unless he's on stage, he emails instantly right back. Well, you you, you could see why he's so successful. You know, it, it's just instantaneous emails. You know, if he needs something, he'll get a hold of us, and if we ask him a question, boom, it's done. Like it's yeah. you, you could see why the guy is so so successful you know it's 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 pretty amazing and yeah and for really for the both of us to you know we've we've been making soda you know since we were eight ten years old so for decades we were really able to to combine our our fandom with kiss and and our our family business of making soda so it's really it's really a special story and and i think it comes through in the product and on top of that just gene being so involved in it and he, he's just uh, probably the, the the best business partner you could have. Rewind just a little bit. So they had the Kiss Cola. Yeah. Um, th- this is what I'm a little confused about. What, did they scrap the Kiss Cola and then they, you know, you brought in the better cola or did they well, want to rebrand and do something a little better? Here's what it was. Now, the Kiss Cola was with the band Kiss. So it was licensed through Kiss's licensing company. Okay, okay. And... And it, was, it was bottled in, in California. Bottled in California. It had a sticker on the side with, I believe it was the Destroyer album cover. It was very just thrown together. More, more of, I, I think they're more of like a, a, a collectible product than it was for someone to actually consume. I look at it that way. It, it, it was really nothing special. And I, are they still even making that? It's, I, it's, I'd imagine their, their license probably ran out and I don't, it never really went anywhere. They tried to add some flavors, but it, it didn't have the panache like ours where, you know, not only did we use the best ingredients of everything, you know, like our, our packaging, you can see these are actually painted bottles. Yeah. You know, they're they're not stickered. They're beautifully designed. They look like champagne bottles. So we put a great product, you know, inside of a, a very, very nice high-end package. And uh, this was just a venture with Gene not the band. So basically that Kiss Cola was just number 4,796 of the licensed trademark stuff that the Kiss, the band has. It it was a product put together, I think, just for a collectible something, you know, along the lines that they do with all their tchotchkes, which I buy all of them. But uh, we wanted to design a a cola that was, you know, for consumption, something high-end, something that people would drink and and continue to drink not just collect all right so you're up to speed you become partners with gene what happens next well i mean after we had designed everything and kind of got our packaging down then then it was you know we had to go out and start selling to you know getting it into products getting it into distributors you know so obviously our distributor here in in in, uh the buffalo area it's triad beverages balkan beverage um, which are in Rochester too. Went to those guys first, talked to them about it, and then we started going to the meeting with the chains. I met we I went and met the buyer at Wegmans. I met the buyer at Tops, and uh, so we just got a little bit crawling with that. Gene also took us up to. He was friends with the CEO from Seven uh, Eleven. We flew. We all flew out to. He he actually do, does chain calls with me. 
So we actually went right up to the 7-Eleven headquarters in Dallas. It was in Dallas. It was in Dallas, Texas. I I, I never thought I'd be at at a meeting with uh, the CEO of 7-Eleven. I'm sitting between the CEO (laughs) of 7-Eleven and and Gene Simmons, and I'm just sitting there like, you know, I I really don't have too much to offer to this. I'm freaking out. Gene Simmons is sitting next to me, and I'm I'm looking at his cowboy boots, and I'm like, man, what's going on here? But it it was such a cool experience to to be able to go and do these things and talk to these people, and you watch Gene how – how like how he handles himself and very 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 impressive. It was very fun. He, I, I actually yeah. he, he made me take my shirt off in the middle of the meeting because uh, I have the signatures and a kiss tattoo, <laughs> and um, he was explaining to people you know the word fan comes from fanatic, and he goes you know we have some kiss fanatics. He goes Paul show him the tattoo. So I took my shirt off right in the middle of the meeting. Yeah, <laughs> undressing in front of the CEO of Seven Eleven and the whole board in this boardroom with pretty interesting. Yeah, who who do you have tattooed on there? All original four. I got a. Uh, I kind of incorporated it into one of our logos, so it's got like so it's a rock got, and roll over. I got his uh, his demon boot is upside down here, and then I had all of them signed. I got Ace Freely. My son had to sign right next to Ace Freely, but I got Ace Gene, Peter Chris, and then Paul Stanley is up on my shoulder. I don't know if you can see it or not, yeah. but he didn't. Uh, when he had you uh, model it, he didn't cover up Peter, uh, Peter <laughs> or Ace or anything. No, he put his hand over it. Yeah. <laughs> How long did it take from inception to your, you have the stuff in the stores? I, I would say so we talked to him, and I think it was spring of seventeen. Yeah, and so really by the beginning of 2018, we we had the product in, and then we really started doing all those uh, calls with the buyers, and it, it it took off fairly quick. I, we put a lot of work into it. I mean, it was day in and day out with Gene here uh, between us and doing the artwork and formulating the the flavors. Um, which Gene let us. He goes, "You guys are the pop guys. You 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 take care of the flavors." We worked with Gene with all the the, the packaging and everything else. It was it was about it was about a year from start to finish where we really got it out there and, and got it moving. And then they they did an article and uh, it's like a um, a periodical for the grocery chains. It's called Today's Grocer. So they they did a front page Gene a front page article yeah, cover article yeah. yeah and um once they did that then other chains from around the country caught on to it. So. It got us into other chains, like we're in High V, like out in the Midwest, we're out in some out, uh, out Washington area and stuff like that. And it also got us into other uh, distributors that supply like grocery stores, candy chains and stuff like that, which pretty much ship, you know, across the country. It actually got its way out into other countries. Oh, I don't know, but... We had recently gotten a, uh, a an email from a guy from Norway, and he was asking about. And I get all kinds of emails, people asking like questions and stuff. But this guy was from Norway. He wanted to know if we if they could export the product to there. And I said, you know, absolutely. <clears throat> I didn't hear from the guy for about a, I'd say probably a year, and he actually ended up coming here about a month ago. And was driving through the area. He was going to the F1 races out in Montreal. Toured our facility. Toured our facility, tried all the sodas. And these guys were so, like, they registered right away. We registered everything. It's for Norway, Denmark, and Sweden. 
And this guy owns this huge distribution company that services all the commissaries through the country and everything else. And, and he, you know, where he found it was in Dusseldorf. He said he, in Germany, he, he found, he, he paid 15 euros for one bottle. Was it because it was a gene product or was it, is the, is the soda standing on its own, the quality of the soda? I think a lot of people probably go into it thinking, you know, it's just some hokey, just, you yeah. know, slap a name on it. Um, I've had people email me and telling Gene to F off because they wanted to hate the product, but they loved it. <laughs> <laughs> and, what, and, and, and Gene, he won't mince words when, when first time he tried it. Um, was there was there any kickback? They say uh, ginger's good. The root beer needs work, and the cola is outstanding. No, I, I, I think what did, what did he say? He said like the only thing that's better is sex or something. I, 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 I don't know. I, he said something you know, along those lines, and we started laughing. But no, he he loved it right off the bat. You know, my brother Paul and I, we in our family, we, we've been doing soda since 1935. So we're third generation bottlers, and. Uh, you know, we're not just throwing something together without any experience. Yeah. It's something, having someone else bottle it, we actually run the line. We've done everything, every step of the way between design, the you know, just everything. And we actually bottle it here, too. We run the line. We, we do it all, yeah. Has any other outlets reached out to you because of the success of working with Gene? There there, there have been other others like celebrities I don't, they weren't necessarily uh music personalities but yes there there was other celebrities that were uh, reached out looking to do different things and you know i people don't realize what what it what's involved with making a a a, a beverage i mean there's just so much behind it once i think people hear about it they're like eh, they kind of kind of shy away but yeah there have been other celebrities that that reached out that nothing that really panned out but uh Definitely, yeah. When I did, I did listen. I was at the, one of Gene's vault. He was doing a tour for his vault box set, and uh, Vinnie Vincent asked me for to do a Vinnie soda. <laughs> and I, and I, I paid him for an autograph, but I never got it. <laughs> uh, so that sounds about right. Yeah. <laughs> As, uh, is there um, any competition, if you will, or you guys are soda guys? Like you said, third yes. generation. Yeah. Is there any other celebrity sodas out there? Like, has people started I mean, getting on the bandwagon, if you will? Or nah, I mean, the you do. Here's what you see a lot with the celebrities do. A lot, none of them really even mess with the soda. They're all either energy drinks, and I see a uh, a lot of them. I seen like Nicki Minaj and a few other people. I think it was uh, the one that dates the Kardashian girl. Um, Travis Scott, maybe? Travis. Travis Scott. Yeah. He did, uh, like one of those hard seltzers. Okay. So yeah, no one's really doing the sodas though. I, you don't see anyone. Let, let, let's talk a little bit about your involvement in it. Are you just supplying the soda or is it a more detailed relationship? No, I mean, ba basically, you know, we're, we own, we own the product. Okay. Um, Gene obviously gives us a license to to have his image and his 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 thing on it, so he get he gets royalties from it. But just to, like I said, involvement. Uh, he's he's in every part of it now. You know what I mean, business wise. Like it's just there's no um, nothing we have to go through anybody else with. It's just us and him. That's really it. 
what's next with the well, with I, more I, I, more flavors yeah yes. yeah we're, we're 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 looking into doing a a, a blood orange which obviously that's a no-brainer with gene you know blood orange and uh we're doing like a citrusy type flavor with you know something bright with bright colors great flavors like a and, dew flavor yeah you know like a like a mellow yellow mountain dew type uh we're gonna do a citrus uh flavor and, too and, that's coming next and, and and all of our sodas are they're made with pure cane sugar all natural flavoring um all just, natural colors all natural colors real really just the, the you know, we, we do spare no expense in, in our ingredients. So, yeah, we, we do have uh, some new flavors coming up. And, uh, you know, we just – we heard that KISS is going to be adding another 100 shows uh, to their tour. So, really, that works out for us because Gene allows us to go to the different, you know, cities that they're in. If there's uh, distributors there or buyers for Any customers. You know, he'll he'll accommodate them and, and bring them backstage and take them, take them to the shows and – it just gets people excited, and it and it works out for us too because we get to see a Kiss concert yeah, too. Right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> the more the better. That, that was my next question: Is are you allowed to sell it at the shows, or that's no, 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 no. That's we just, but we were allowed to bring it because, like, they would set us up with a whole room backstage. So, you know, we're allowed to bring the the sodas in, and I mean, Paul Stanley's coming to the meetings, and um. They know Paul and Doc McGee and those guys all know who we are because they obviously Gene talks about us and they obviously want to make sure that we're okay because, you know, they're giving us access to this multi-million dollar machine, you know, to, to be to allowed to go in the backstage area and walk around and stuff and, and bring people back there. So um, they've all been great. They all know about us and they have no problems. Uh, it's 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 pretty interesting when you're when you're backstage and Paul Stanley comes up to you and says, "Hey, I'm Paul. How you doing?" Yeah. And I'm like, "Oh my gosh, Paul Stanley!" He's like, uh, "You know, could I could I get you something to drink? Could I get you something to eat?" And like, you know, I, I'm losing my mind. I'm talking to Paul Stanley, but all those guys couldn't be any nicer. Couldn't be any more professional. Yeah. Uh, the the everything that goes into those shows how hard they work. It, it's absolutely it's amazing. It's amazing going back there and watching these people work. And, it, and it's, it, it's not a surprise that, that they're so successful. I mean, they're, they're, it's, it's amazing. Let me ask you, have you ever, uh, either of you worn any of their boots, played their guitars, been on stage on sound checks? It was actually when they came to Darien Lake the last time. And you know, we Gene and Paul had just arrived at the at the arena, and Gene's just like, "Come on!" You know, he came over, gave me a hug. He's like, "Come on!" So he brought, and John wasn't with me, but it was my wife and our other business partner, Chris. He brought us up on stage, and he was talking to some of the techs, and that's when Paul came over and introduced himself to my wife and her other business partner. And he did make a comment that he didn't like my shirt because it was a Gene Simmons one, but. Um, our other business partner had a, a pair of uh, Paul Stanley Pumas on. He was pretty impressed. Yeah, yeah. But he's a he's a really nice guy, and he came over and introduced himself to us, and it was it was it was pretty awesome. And and, and Paul Stanley actually, I, I did two guitar meet and greets with him over the years, and he actually brought at each at each one he brought. I have two two daughters, and each time we did the you know the guitar thing with him, he he brought my daughters on stage. It's, my daughters actually performed with Kiss on stage during the show. I mean it's. Just absolutely amazing. What what song did he bring them up to? Uh, b- both of them. It, it was uh, I Love It Loud. 
That's, yeah, it, it was, that's I, cool. Yeah, and I'm up in the front and I'm videoing, you know, my kids playing with Paul Stanley and you know, it, it was just it was just pretty crazy. I would love to go on a tour and watch watch just, you know, the techs do that. Oh, absolutely. Now, the chances when you guys were there on the side of the stage or did you ever watch any of that or see the how how the clock ticks, all the behind the scenes stuff? Well, yeah, yeah. You, 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 yeah. You, you could see you could see while while they're setting the stage up when we would be uh, backstage. But usually during the shows, we'll have you know the the customers that we that we're taking the show. We'll be out in the audience, but even beforehand, just walking behind the stage. I've been there early and you know just seen them just you know pulling the lighting rigs up, you know, uh, setting the drums up, tuning the guitars, the pyro. <laughs> the yeah. Pyro yeah. Man. yeah. That, that's what I mean. Uh, yeah. What about Eric and Tommy? You ever meet them? Are they cool? Very um, good guys. Uh, Eric always, and Tommy, they always make it a, a point to come over and say hello to us. Eric loves, loves the soda. We, we've given him money bag coolers for his house. And he, both those guys, again, are so professional, so nice. Um, you know, it's always nice to see them and, and they do such a such a great job in the in the band. I mean that you could see why why they're there. You know. Oh yeah, yeah. There's many schools of thought about you know why are they there. But like Paul always said, we wouldn't be here without Ace and Peter, and we wouldn't be here with Ace and Peter, <laughs> <laughs> which is true. You know, like I said, I sort of retired from seeing Kiss. I started seeing them in '83, Creatures of the Night. That, that was our that was our first concert. Yeah, I saw it in Rochester. We we seen it in Toronto. Maybe oh, okay. gardens. Yeah. yeah, so I'm at the uh, with the tank. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. But in our Rochester show, this was it was Paul Stanley's birthday, which is when? Oh, that's cool. I'll do a little heavy Paul metal Stanley's trivia. Birthday is uh, January twentieth. There you go. All right. So, so we, I, I believe, I believe the Toronto show that we've seen was January of '83, and I think it was maybe the 14th of January. It must have been, you know, just right, right before they they came because I think they played. Syracuse also yeah. on that tour. Uh, well, so they, again, who knew it was '83? There's no internet, you know. You yeah. didn't. We didn't even know going into that show. We didn't even know Ace Freely wasn't playing. We well, didn't either. Well, I, I I had to have been six years old at that show, and my brother Paul and I go to get T-shirts. Our parents are buying us T-shirts, and Paul looks at me. He goes, he goes, John, Ace Freely changed his makeup. Yeah. <laughs> Why did Ace Freely change his makeup? And I'm like, oh my god, I can't believe he changed his makeup. Yeah, awesome show. Well, our, yeah, it was a great show. Great album. Love that period. But one of the best on our on our venue. We have our you know the Rochester War Memorial, fifteen thousand, yeah. whatever. But it there was a slow selling show, so they they cut it in half. But the fun thing on this was they used the back of the horseshoe for the seats. Uh, oh, okay. So the so it was the back horse the around. Yeah, and the stage was right there, and yeah. just Gene was right there, and the, the, the that cannon, and so that's the first time I saw the band, and I've seen them, I don't know, well over twenty twenty five times. Now, now, now you're in you're in Rochester. Yep. Did you? I, I know uh, the Asylum tour came to Rochester. Yep. Did you see that show? It was Asylum. Yeah, well, Asylum was with that with Nugent. We saw mm-hmm. him animalized with Queensryche. Yes. Asylum, yeah. or the Asylum may have been, um, Asylum, they may have been King Cobra. King, it was it was King Cobra, and, and Ted Nugent opened up for the, the Crazy Night Story. Yeah, yeah. That, that came to Buffalo, so we've seen that, but 
we did miss the asylum tour and i'm still crying over that yeah um i didn't see hot in the shade they had a weedsport new york show i didn't yes. see that but I yep. did see Revenge. It came to Weedsport. Uh, I seen the Hot in the Shade tour in uh, Hamilton, Cops Coliseum. I think uh, that that Hot in the Shade tour uh, show was the same day as possibly a Metallica show. It was was that August '89 uh, for for Hot in the Shade. Yeah, Weedsport. Hot in the Shade. I, I think the one I seen uh, it was in 1990, and I believe it was in October. October of 90. Okay, because I saw Revenge in Binghamton. The, oh, nice. Yeah. Nice. There yep. was... Um, We've seen that one in Toronto, too. Yep. Yep. Oh, you guys are in... Oh, what, where are you guys? Niagara Falls, New York? Yeah, yeah so so we're, like, right in between Toronto, um, Rochester. So we're, we're kind of, like, right in there. So any of the shows that would come around, you know, we, we, we try to get to them all, you know? Oh, sure. I graduated high school in 86, and I spent a year in Toronto at... A recording arts school so nice. I, lived, I lived in metro toronto so yeah, nice. there i have you know 19 year old kid 1986 in toronto u.s dollar like was a buck 60 and you know, <laughs> drinking brudors and going to the brass rail for lunch brudors. nice <laughs> now you're going back man i remember them yeah so all right well you know what um money bag soda is the brand <laughs> Where can people find this across the country? Now we're talking international. Let's start locally, Rochester. Uh, Tops, Wegmans, where are we? Tops, Wegmans, um, a lot of, you know, independence. I don't know because we don't actually distribute it ourselves. So I don't know, like, all the local places that, okay. that they're at. But, you know, hey, listen, if you if you go to your local candy store or ice cream shop or sandwich shop, and they don't have money bag. Request you gotta, it. You got to ask for it. I got to request it. Can people buy online? Yes, it's it's available at uh, moneybagsodas.com. Okay. And uh, we have nice uh, shipper, uh, you know, money bag shippers that we designed, and uh, it holds uh, sixteen bottles, and uh, you can choose from all the flavors, and uh, yeah, you can purchase it right on our website. Yeah, moneybagsodas.com. Uh when was the last time you talked to Gene? Last week. last week. We talked to him quite frequently. Uh, Gene, actually, the, the last time they played Buffalo at the arena, um, we, my brother Paul and I uh, took him to Topps headquarters, Topps Friendly Markets, yep. and he met all the, all the managers. And then after, after that meeting, Gene came back to my house, and all the while he was being filmed by a Japanese film crew for a – they did a documentary. They did a documentary on, on him. So mm-hmm. – so, so I have Gene Simmons at my house doing interviews for a Japanese uh, for a television uh, station, and it, it was it was cool. He he's just you know very we're we're working right with him. So and right after we were done, before I drove him back to the uh, the airport to leave, um, we brought him next because my my parents live we all live in the same neighborhood in the sub the same subdivision, but John lives right next door to my parents. Mm-hmm. So I said, hey we go surprise my mom he's like sure and, and <laughs> now i walked in my brother walks in my mom's like oh you guys you know we're all dressed up and, and then in comes gene and then there's the guy with the boom mic the the uh, the whole recording thing they all come filtered in my my mom wanted it. it was just so it was a great experience we got it all on video and uh yeah it was pretty cool is there ever a time in your relationship with gene where it's it's not on camera mode 
where he's not on. Uh, yeah, most of it. Yeah, that's yeah, definitely. Most of it. And and he's how you see him, like if you ever watched his reality show, just like he's the probably one of the most laid back, like like nothing bothers him. He'll let you know if something's wrong and he'll get it done right away and wants you to get it done right away. But <clears throat> he's he's a really I, I just think that he's just been around so many yes people and stuff like that. I don't think he really a lot like um, went out and did stuff with people. Like he would always go back to his hotel room, but with us, we're always with our families and, and he likes to hang out and just, you know, talk music, art, just have intelligent, nice conversations. You know what I mean? He really enjoys that. And we've done a lot of, he, he's told us we're his friends. I've been to his house. Um, you know, he's been to our houses. He, I have a cell phone number. He texts me in the middle of the night and show me how much, how big his crowd was at the concert. Yeah, it's really, it's crazy. Yeah, it's, But he loves my brother and I, and he likes hanging out with us, and we have a great time with him. Yeah, that's where I was getting at, the the real human interaction. Like, yes. like to the point where, no disrespect to Gene, but can you, in a brother kind of good friend kind of way, say, I don't know, dude. That really wasn't that cool, or, or maybe that really wasn't that good, or that song. He actually likes. He likes that. When we tell him, "Hey, man, you know, you got like say if something has to be done different, or we don't agree with him," he actually accepts that. You know, as long as it's not some, you know, thing yeah. that doesn't make sense. <laughs> he actually likes that if you challenge him on stuff yeah, give your opinion step up and and you know his, he, his ego doesn't come in between that like he he's the type of guy he listens like when we went um yeah yeah when we went up to it was uh it was one of your tv stations in rochester i had to thir- give 13 them, wham i can't remember what channel it was. did you oh. work with uh mike the giorgio I can't remember. I think what, it was because uh, Mike's a friend of mine, and he okay. he's the uh, EP of the morning show. Yeah, okay. it was on that morning. Show. Yeah, so he hung up. And we went up before we went up there. He always likes hearing history of local mm-hmm. things, and I had to give him the whole history on garbage plates. And he went on the show and talked about garbage plates. Have you had garbage plates? I'm assuming you, you know, know what a garbage plate is, right? I mean, yeah, I, Rochester. I grew he, up here. He, okay. he, he loves like all the local lore, and he liked the story behind them about how it was, you know, the Greek guys and you yeah. know how they made that so people could eat for cheap. He went through the whole history when he went on that show, and he and he took it in and remembered it. That's smart dude. Yeah, he listens a lot, like to everybody. Very generous guy too, but. He's uh, he always always listens, and that was the one thing. Like when we first started, you know, he went to you know his CEO friend at Seven Eleven and stuff like that, and he sees how tough it is going through different uh, the 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 levels of uh, command, and it's not easy. You know, you could have somebody say, "Yeah, we'll bring your product in," but after is just following through and pushing the people to get it in and blah blah blah. He just said, "He goes, Paul." He goes, I'm uh, from here on in, I'm leaving it up to you. He goes, you're the expert. You know how to handle this. I didn't, you know, and he goes, that's it. Hey. We run everything by him, but like he, he lets us, you know, do our thing. Yeah. You ever meet Shannon? I did. I, I went to his house. Shannon was there. Cool shit. I mean, she, she was, 
it, like I said, it's there was no acting. I, I know there was scenarios set up like on his show. Yeah. How they communicate with each other. And, you know, we went in there and there was people working in his house and she's like, just giving him hell, you know, as a joke, just jacking him up, just like on the show. And she's, she was, I think, better looking sometimes like the high depth TVs and stuff doesn't really truly portray what people look like. She was absolutely gorgeous. She was tall, tall, you know, six foot tall. And yeah. she was really cool. One more time, money bag, soda, Paul and John Janik. Guys, uh, the story is fantastic. And probably the best part of all this is, you know, you're friends with Gene. Yeah. It's, yeah. You know. It's unbelievable. <laughs> it yeah. is unbelievable, but that's how shit happens. And he really likes us. Too, and, so. and you, you, re you really couldn't write a better story, so it's, it's been cool. Yeah. Okay. Well, uh, all right. Hey, guys, thank you. It's great talking with you. Have a great rest of the summer. We'll be talking. Nice meeting you. Thanks for having us on. You're welcome. See ya. Metal for Life. Thank you for listening to Metal Mayhem ROC. Check out our website at MetalMayhemROC.com for information on podcasts, archives, links to all our live radio shows, and all sorts of info. Please like, follow, and share with everyone, even your non-metal friends. And always remember to keep it heavy.